0: Way to go, Bridge Church. Again, knocked it out of the park. So grateful for this partnership. Pastor Martin, we are very appreciative. It's reaching the world. That's what's happening with our partnership. We're reaching the world. I looked at the stats from last week and I said to myself, wow, just one of our platforms reached over 91,000 people. Just one. Then you add the multiple languages and you add the other platforms. We reached a lot of people last week. And and I said that to say this, that wherever you're watching, God is impacting your life. We've all learned to do more with uh, the media. And because of that, these platforms that we use to get this message out has inspired me as the pastor to say, look, we can do more, we can reach more. And so for all of our partners that have um, supported us, thank you so much for doing that. For our ICF family in Rome and and all the partners around the world, thank you for your giving. Thank you for your sacrificial support. And there'll be links for you to give at the end of this message um, to, to just give unto the Lord. This work is going forward and we're so grateful for you supporting what we're doing. I'm going to continue the series on faith moves our decisions. Pastor Jen launched it last week and wow, what a powerful day. I start with our theme verse for the month that says, "Let love and faithfulness never leave." I'm coming from Proverbs chapter 3 verses 3 through 6 in the NIV version. "Let love And faithfulness never leave. Bind them around your neck. So put them on there. Get them ready. Write them on the tablets of your heart. That's how serious this is. Then you will win favor and a good name. In the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all your ways submit to him that's not easy always is it and he will make your paths straight the message portion of that verse number six I want to read to you because this is what we're going to deal with today Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he's the one that will keep you on track. Pastor Jen last week told you about an author named Christian Welch, who wrote a book called Made to Move Mountains. Amazing, it's our theme. And she said in this book, life is an incredible journey. Wow, what a statement. With our ups and our downs, we soar, we struggle, scale and stumble and often stand at the edge of cliffs, afraid to step into the unknown, unsure of where we will land. But instead of running away, we are called by God to stand firm, muster up what faith we can and take a step. You see, because we are made to move mountains, Christ in us has given us the authority and the power to speak to mountains and let them be cast into seas. Wow. Then she used a powerful portion of scripture that I love. Ephesians chapter three, verse number 20, in the Passion Translation. Ephesians three, verse number 20. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Wow. Man, I love how she put this all together to launch us for this, move, this month on how faith, our faith, our faith, our faith, get that. It's not somebody else's faith. It's our faith moves our decisions. And so this month, I want to talk about three things. I want to talk about Egypt's. I want to talk about Exodus and I wanna talk about eternal. Now, I'm going to use one of them in the next three weeks. So you're going to have to buckle in and get ready for the next three weeks because they are going to be great. Because decisions that we make impact our life on a daily basis. Every day, we make decisions. Sometimes we make good decisions. Sometimes we make not so good decisions. And sometimes we make bad decisions. And so this month, I want to deal with this process of how that God, if you allow him into this part of your life, see, we say we love God with all our heart, all our soul, all our might. We say that. But when it comes to the practicality of life, we have to allow him to, to direct our paths, to keep us on the straight and narrow, to get us where we need to go. He's the great creator. He knows how to direct us, to help us in our decisions. So number one, it's our Egypts. In the Bible, this is a place for about 400 years, the Israelites were kept in captivity. It wasn't a good place. It wasn't a good time. They were slaves. They were beaten. They were abused. They were starved. They were ridiculed. They were persecuted. They were paying the price for the sins of their forefathers who had made terrible decisions. They made decisions to go the opposite direction of serving the almighty God. They chose, and the consequence of their decision affected the entire nation for over 400 years. So how do you get to your Egypt? You say, well, that's them. No, I'm talking about you. How do you get to your Egypt? Egypt. Well, I believe there's two ways you can get to your Egypt. That place of bondage, that place of uh, persecution, that place of difficulty, that season of life that seems overwhelming. The first way is we get to our Egypts because of sin. That's the most obvious. We turn our backs on God. We go a different direction. I can just tell you there will be a consequence for your decision to live in sin and the the difficulty and the scars that that will bring your life and those around you will be long lasting so that's the first one the second one so that's how you get to your egypt you make bad choice go the other direction live in sin that's an egypt The second way is, I want you to hear this, not all Egypts are sin, not all of them. What do you mean by that? Sometimes it's us that love God, we make a bad decision. We make a selfish decision. We make a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes, but sometimes a mistake costs us. And sometimes it's, choices in a decision in a relationship. Sometimes we made the decision without the proper guidance, without the proper uh, checking it all out in our decisions. I'm talking about friends. I'm talking about uh, uh, relationships like husbands and wives. And I'm talking about that part of our life there. It's sometimes we make decisions and we spontaneously make them We make them quickly. We don't look into them. And I want you to know, my friend, sometimes God-fearing, God-loving people make wrong decisions. So there's two ways to get to an Egypt. There's the sin, and there's the believer that just makes the wrong decision. Sometimes our penalty for a wrong decision seems like 400 years. Now, I use that number because that was the number that the captivity took place, 400 years. You got to understand, 400 years, that's a lot of generations of people that lived under that slavery. See, sin will take you further than you intended to go. It will cost you more than you intended to pay. And it'll keep you longer (laughs) than you intended to stay. See, you may think this was a one-night deal. You may think this was just going to be for a period in your life. And all of a sudden, you are in bondage. You are in slavery. The scripture talks about being chained to it, being in bondage to it, being in captivity to the sins of the flesh. Then the other side of that, which us Christians, we we seem to struggle sometimes with that. We say to ourselves, well, I love God, but sometimes we don't always include God. Do you hear what I just say? We say we love God, we talk to God, we go to church, we sing the songs, we give our offerings, but not all the time do we include God in the equations of our life. See, I believe our Bible verse directs you, teaches us, that we should allow God to direct our paths in order to keep us straight in the right direction. So you say, 400 years, <laughs> you're going to make us feel so bad? No, 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 no. You know my style. God always provides a way of escape. man. That's not the end of the story. The slavery, the bondage, it's not the end. That's not how the chapters are written. That's not how the Bible is written. That's not how the equation is written. So I want you to hear how the scripture says this. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 13. You're going to love this verse. No temptation has overtaken you, but such is common to man. And God is faithful. Here we go again. But God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will provide the way of escape. Also, that so that you will be able to endure it. Hmm. Man, I like that. In other words, God's going to show up and handle this for you. But this verse chapter 2nd Peter chapter 1 verse number 4 so you're going to marry 1st Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 and you're going to marry what I'm about to say 2nd Peter chapter 1 verse number 4 for by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Mm -mm -mm. So you're saying, oh, that means I can get out. That means I can get free. That means that's not forever. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. God always provides a way of escape. See, Noah and his family had an escape They were in the biggest flood in the history of the world. God provided a boat. They survived. They escaped. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They survived. They escaped. How did they escape? God himself showed up in the fiery furnace. Do you hear what I said? The first one, he he got a boat. The second one, God shows up. Here's the third one. Jonah, he's thrown overboard. You know the story in the book of Jonah in the Old Testament. He's thrown overboard because he's running away. (laughs) He's supposed to be going to preach and he's running away. And he's thrown overboard by the people on the boat. And it's a storm and he couldn't drown. God sends a fish. Wow. Wow. The fish swallows him up, protects him, and spits him out on the beach. And then he finally obeys God. See, even in the midst of disobedience, God is there. And the next one was Daniel. You talk about a man of God. So don't tell me this is only for the sinner. This is only for the person that makes this terrible thing, decision here. No, 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 no. Daniel was in a difficult moment of his life. He was standing up for what he believed in. He was going in the right direction and the direction that God wanted him to. He's thrown into a lion's den. So just because you're on this path, it doesn't mean you're not going to have difficulty. It doesn't mean there's not going to be trials and tribulation. But the Bible says, be of good cheer. I've already taken care of that for you. I'll send, in this case, the angel. Wow. And the Bible says the angel shut the mouths of the lions that nothing happened. Wow. I love the Bible stories because it becomes so real and impactful in our lives. The next one was a guy by the name of Lot. L O T. That's his name. He was living in a wicked place called Sodom and Gomorrah. It's kind of like our world right now, a lot of wicked places. And God said, look, I need to get you out of there or you're gonna die. You're gonna get so corrupted by this stuff that's gonna be around you. And I'm I'm here to tell you, sometimes you gotta get out of the situation. God's going to provide a way and escape to get out of the situation. Listen to your pastor today. Get out of it. Make the choice to get out. You say, how am I going to get out? In this case, another angel showed up. You say, well, angel only worked back there. No, 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 no. Angels are encamped around about you right now. We're all assigned angels. You've got one. I need a few. Some of you bullheaded ones, you maybe need more than one. But I'm just saying to you, look, even though you're in the captivity, even though you're in the Egypt, God is going to provide a way of escape. I want you to know, David, the last one I'll use. But look, he ran to the battle. You know, Don't run away from the battle. Sometimes if you run to the battle, you're about to pick up your slingshot. You say, what did God provide? He provided a slingshot and a stone. So you think, well, how come the angel didn't come? No, the spirit of God came. If you read the whole story there, the spirit of God came and showed up and directed the stone, hit the giant right in the head, killed him. Think about that. See, I love it how the Bible helps us understand that his ways are going to be different than our ways. So I got to trust his ways. Who would have ever thought that a stone was going to kill a giant? God and David. Do you hear what I'm saying? Noah thought, man, this boat's going to save my family. You hear what I'm saying? Daniel had full confidence that God was going to show up and handle those lions. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew they were going to be honorable before God. And if they God didn't decide to uh, provide the way of escape, they're still okay. Listen, God provided the way of escape. And God will provide the way of escape for you, even though, like Lot, it caught in the middle of a mess. You talk about a mess. He was in a mess. You read that story. That It was a, it was a terrible situation. Because you today may be saying, you don't know my story. You don't know my situation. I don't know it. I may not know it. But all I know is that God knows it. And he hasn't abandoned you. He hasn't abandoned the ship to say, no, no, no. Listen, my friend, he created you. I say it all the time. If he can create you, he can fix you. And if he can fix you, he can show up in the nick of time to deliver his people from Egypt. Mm. You need to get this in your heart. God's about to deliver you. God's about to get you going in the right direction. See, if we're going to make good decisions, they have to be God-based decisions. So whether you're in, you're in Egypt and you're full of despair Or the furnaces you feel they're about to burn you up. (laughs) Or you feel like you're about to drown. Or you feel that the lions are coming to eat you. Or the bad influences around you are about to destroy you. Or the giants, big old giants, are about to defeat you. I want you to know don't miss this line. God always provides a Moses to get his people out of Egypt. Listen to that today. Who would have thought that God would have picked Moses? Because I hear all the time people say to me, Oh, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can measure up. I've done too many bad things. I've not served. You know, listen, my friend quit giving your excuses to God and give your life to God and let him handle all the situations. Moses was a murderer and he God says, I'm sending you to Pharaoh. Wow. Think about it. You know it's amazing in that, that story and I'm almost I'm almost done. In that story, Moses begs God to give him a helper. He says, I I stutter. I don't do good at speaking. You want me to go talk to the greatest king on the planet right now? You want me to talk to Pharaoh? And I don't know if I can do it. God says, I think you can do it. I'm picking you. No, no, God, please, please, please give me somebody. He gives him his brother named Aaron. Now, we won't go into the whole story, but he probably should have never asked for Aaron's help because it caused him some problems down the road. But it never says in any of the accounts that when he got to speak to the king himself, he said, hey, Aaron, you do the speaking right now. And every time the Bible says, and Moses said, think about it here. He's saying to God, I need some help. I need somebody to back me up and be my mouthpiece and be your mouthpiece, God. And God says, okay, I'll give you this guy. But I know I've equipped you to handle it. And it's the same words God's saying to you today. God speaking, I know I've created you and I've put a measure of faith in you that you can move mountains, that you can speak to mountains. And if you can move mountains, you can make godly decisions. Faith moves our decisions. See, your exodus is what's going to happen next week. You say, oh, pastor, come on. I'm just getting started. No, 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 no. You turn in next week. Because I want to talk to you about your exodus. It's not just staying in the Egypt. It's getting out of the Egypt. But that's a journey. It's it's a decision. And if your exodus is going to happen, you've got to understand who God is. And I want you to know that in this process of making these decisions, remember, there were a million people that were in Egypt. A million. And with the greatest army on the planet at the time, Chasing them out of, you know, after they left Egypt. (laughs) Their exodus. Here's this army about to get them. And God starts providing. You don't want to miss next week. I'm just telling you. You just don't want to miss next week. See, God always comes through. And if he does that for you. If he does that, I'm telling you, we need to be grateful. You say, you said, if you have to ask, you say, what do, what do I need to ask? First of all, it may be the sin has brought you to your Egypt. Your ask is God, forgive me. God, please come in, change my life. I've made bad choices, choices that affected me for a long time. I've got to get out. I'm addicted to a drug. I'm addicted to this. I'm addicted to that. And the sin has engulfed my brain, my life. God is a forgiver. God extends grace. But you've got to ask. And the second thing I want you to know is that if you get to that place, you, you say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to get out of Egypt. You have to say, okay, Lord. I'm going to trust you. And I'm going to make my faith-filled decisions based on what your word says. And I will go that way. See, my friend, God wants to always get you out of your captivity. Whether it's been self-induced, whether it's been other issues because of whatever. you. I went through the whole thing today. Whatever it is, he is a way maker. And if he knows how to make the way out of the Egypt, the reason he knows that is he knows your name. And every week we end our services with that song, he knows my name. You know why? Because sometimes we forget that in the middle of our life, in the middle of our problems, in the middle of our Egypt, you think God has forgotten you. He has not forgotten you. He has not forsaken you. He loves you and has a plan for your life. So I beg you today, take this week of messages, apply it to your life and watch how your Egypt will be a history, be way back in time in your life. Now I want you to know as I pray this last week, prayer today for this this service this message you know you don't have to wait for week number 2 and 3 and 4 and you don't have to you can do it today because the decisions that we make we can make them today you don't have to listen next week i want you to it's going to help you but let's make the decision today if you're living in sin let's ask god today to take away the sin So would you say this prayer with me? If that's you, you can say it right now. There'll be translators that translate for all the languages coming up here to help you. But say the prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I ask you right now, come into my heart, into my life. From this day forward, for the rest of my life, I'm going to live for you. The things that I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. That was the best prayer you've ever prayed. That's the only time you've ever said that prayer. I'm telling you, that's the best thing you've ever done in your life. And your life is going to radically change. Be changed forever. And if you said that prayer, I don't, I don't want you to stop now. I want to help you. I want you to, there'll be an opportunity there online for you to send me a note and say, hey, pastor, today I gave my life to Christ. Send me a note. This is what I'll do. I will start praying for you for the rest of this year. Wow, really? Yeah. I believe in you. And I will help you with some classes and some teachings that will help direct you and keep you, get, get you founded in the right way, in the right direction. Second prayer is for those of you that have found yourself in the Egypts and you're you're, you're stuck. You feel like, man, I've made some decisions and they're not good. I I find myself stuck. God's about to deliver. If you need need a boat, God's about to provide a boat. If you need an angel, God's going to bring you an angel. I don't know what you need today, but God's got it. Amen? Say the prayer. Lord Jesus, help my friends today. Help them. Side, make a decision today to get out of their situation. The Egypts that have kept them in captivity, enslaved, in bondage, persecuted, torn up, messed up. God help them today to have freedom. You bring freedom to us. Whom the sun sets free is free. No more chains, no more captivity, no more penalty, no more fears, no more doubts. God, bring freedom to that believer right now, I pray, in Jesus' name. The name which is above all names. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. Well, thank you so much for listening to us today. And as you can tell, I'm a little excited about this series. Uh, Pastor Jen just set us up. And when I was sitting there last week listening, I'm saying, oh, man, I can't wait for my turn. Because God was putting it in what I needed to say. And I'm telling you, you don't want to miss next week. You don't want to miss the Exodus. If there's an Egypt, there's an Exodus. And you don't want to miss it. So get, get prepared. Get ready for next week. Get on the right portal and all the stuff, it'll all be on there. But I want to encourage you to, to fellowship with other believers. You can do that online. Also, I want you to know all the things that are being prepared, God set them up. I'm just telling you, God has set them up. We love you. God's got a plan for your life. Lord, bless our people. Take care of them, I pray. Meet all their needs. I love you, Lord. Bless them in the name of the Father, name of the Son, and name of the Holy Spirit. Amen.